Wish I could pause in the moment The way the river lay frozen Like all the hoar frost on the trees Can't stop the shaking my knees When the ice breaks Wide open Would you cross the lake When it's broken Here's to hoping Just want a cigarette real badly Construction up in my head I could drive across town Just to find you around When the ice breaks Across the lake when it's broken, when the ice breaks wide open, would you cross the Edmonton, Alberta-based singer-songwriter Joe Nolan with Here's to Hoping 
from his great new album, Scrapper. An artist who consistently releases excellent albums, Scrapper is the follow-up to Joe's 2020 album, Drifters, which was nominated for Contemporary Album of the Year at the 2020 Canadian Folk Music Awards. A fabulous songwriter, it's my great pleasure to welcome Joe Nolan to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to have you join us today. So great to be here, Jan. Thanks for having me. So impressed with your music because you produce so much of it. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, I knew Scrapper was coming, but we also had a, a couple of singles that came out earlier this year, Low Lights and Riverbends. And I kind of assumed they were part of the album, but they're not. They were standalone. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of recording, uh, you know, since since having all this time off the road, I've been documenting quite a bit of things. So those first two songs were just done in my apartment studio on my on my four track tape machine. And uh, they definitely have more of a they're closer to the, the vibe of Drifters, the album than than Scrapper. So but it was it's been nice to be able to put out music. That's for sure. Well, you're certainly doing lots of that. And, you know, interestingly, you had Drifters, right? Nominated mm-hmm. for a Canadian Folk Music Award. I think in March of 2020, I think you just come off, what, 170 shows in the year before that. And then suddenly everything shut down because of the pandemic. I mean, it must have really made you feel, I don't know, gutted by the whole thing. It was uh, it was very confusing, that's for sure. And it took me a long time to sort of get out of a state of shock and denial i'm sure you know it was similar for everybody you know the feeling of not really knowing when this thing is going to be over was uh was the hardest part because there was not really any closure so it took a while to to get into the new groove of this new way of life i guess as a you know because songwriting is what you do it really helped you focus you know like crybaby b-sides came out later in 2020 so obviously the pandemic was ongoing at that point were they songs that were completely finished up from crybaby which came out in 2018 or did you have to work on those as well yeah they were they were all done we just had them sort of sitting on the shelf because in the crybaby sessions i think yeah i think we cut 14 or 15 songs so those those extra four songs were just ready to go, just sitting there. And, uh, you know, of course, they never made the album. So, yeah, we thought it would be cool to share them as well. Yeah, I, I always find it extraordinary when people say things like that. You know, they <laughs> they never made the album and we're in radio and we're saying, oh, yeah, we got to put these ones out, uh, which which is, 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 is always funny. But I guess that's what happens when you're as creative as you obviously are, that you have a, a wealth of material. Crybaby B-Sides came out late in 2020 then we had the two singles and then you decided you wanted a new album scrapper take us through that process were were these songs that you were already working on when you decided you wanted to move forward with scrapper they were sort of interesting because half of the songs are really old songs Um, i think dating back to a couple of them were written when i was 19 or 20 i think and then the other half were were written really close to the uh, to the actual sessions of recording Scrapper. It was a, all a very spontaneous happening. I I was golfing with a couple friends, and my my brother in law Andrew Scott was in town actually getting married to my sister, 
And uh, this was in August of the pandemic last summer. And I was golfing and I just had this wave of, uh, I just thought, man, we, Andrew's here. He's a killer drummer. And, um, and I called my buddy Nigel and I just said, do you guys want to go into the studio for a day and, and cut an album? And uh, I called my, my longtime engineer who I've been working with on all these albums, Scott Franchuk. And he said, yeah, man, I got I, the studios open tomorrow. So it really happens <laughs> in hindsight, really fast. And I purposefully didn't want the guys to know the songs. Um, I wanted them to play as if they'd heard it for the first time. And so we rehearsed the night before and then went into the studio and, and uh, recorded everything in, in one day. And, uh, and that's pretty much the bones of this album, Scrapper. And then over the next three or four months, I had the luxury to sort of do all the overdubbing, the guitar, the electric guitar parts and, uh, and some, some string and horn parts I, I wrote and uh, recorded from home. So, and that's sort of, that's, that's what the album is. A very isolated album, I would say. You, you describe this album as having a little bit more of an edge than some of your previous work, particularly Drifters. You mentioned how you didn't want to put low lights or river bends on, on this album. I also read when um, you put out the Cherry Valance uh, single, which we won't play today. We played it. Fabulous song. You can check it out in Folk Roots Radio elsewhere. That you had a kind of feel for, I think you were talking about The Outsiders book by S.E. Hinton and the uh, the film of the same name. I think it came out in 93 or something, or, or mm-hmm. maybe earlier than 83, maybe. Tell us a little bit about the feel for the album, because, you know, you talked about you know, being out with the car, I think the top down, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, watching the fireworks after a party, that sort of thing. It, it, it has that really idyllic, it's almost like a coming of age thing there. But uh, tell us uh, where you were going with the, the idea and how that informed this album. Mm-hmm. Well, that story, The Outsiders, actually really kind of ties into the whole theme of the album. Growing up in Fort Saskatchewan, uh, it was a pretty small town and I related so much to that book um it's still one of my favorite books and the divide that there is as kids in their youth and their innocence is about to be challenged and broken and there's this separation between sort of the greasers and the socias and and the popular girls and the the outsiders you know the sort of castaways and i always felt me and my buddies were always I always felt kind of like the greaser type of kid, you know. I just love that story so much. It uh, had a big impact on me, and I could relate to it a lot. So the album, I mean, the whole theme, the the title Scrapper, sort of has that edginess and, you know, roughness to it. And uh, it's definitely on purpose, um, if that makes any sense. That makes lots of sense. Mm. So, you know, when you were at home in the pandemic, obviously, you know, and you're not the first person I've talked to that said this, but, you know, you, you have suddenly time that you wouldn't mm-hmm. have had because you'd be out in the road. And I guess it gives you a lot of time to, to reflect on things because I think this album focus on, focuses on a lot of different things, right? I think the loneliness of the road is in there, uh, mm-hmm. you know, feeling not rooted simply because you are away so much. And then they've got this sort of, you know, the 
the romance thing, I, that first song we played, Here's Hoping. Tell us a little bit about that one, because that has got a really, there's not a lot of lyrics in it, but it really, mm -hmm. it's a song that draws you in. And that's something that I really notice in your music generally. You have a great way of, of hooking in the listener. Mm, thank you. Yeah, that song, uh, I mean, not to be too, what's the word? Uh, too literal, but it's, I, I've grew, I grew up along the North Saskatchewan river, which is um, also just such a symbol in my life. And now we live in Edmonton and we overlook the North Saskatchewan river. And we're about at that time of year where things start to freeze over and the horror frost gathers along the valley on the trees. And I just found that image. It's just such a, to me, such a, romantic and powerful sort of vision that I use that idea in, in the song, here's to hoping it's really based on crossing over the river and, and uh, um, you know, willing to take that risk on thin ice, maybe one would say, but it's interesting what you said all this time. It's so weird because the, a lot of the themes in Scrapper are very feeling I don't know if not rooted is the right word, but it's, it's ironic because I had, I gone through a lot of sort of depression and, and uh, dark places being at home for too long. It, it because it, the road started to feel like home more than actually being home in, <laughs> in, in, in one place for so long. It's uh, it's the longest I've been in one place in over 10 years. So, really had to adapt to it no that that's great i, I want to go back to the album and play another track we're going to play new to the neighborhood which is another interesting song it talks about you know someone coming to a new place i love the feel you know it's interesting you mentioned the outsiders because i can really see how that informs a lot of what you do because you know i mentioned before you you know you love to draw in the listener with with the song and the atmosphere that you're capable to create Another great song. Tell us a little bit about this one. Sure. I wrote this song in Hope, BC. And I just remember waking up one night. I I had a gig somewhere, I think maybe in Chilliwack or something like that. And I was, I don't know where I was driving, maybe to Kelowna or Kamloops. But I, I pulled over, pulled over in Hope to sleep in my caravan one night. And I, I was kind of in this turn off ditch type of probably wasn't the safest place to sleep, but I, I, I woke up and I literally was, you know, on the side of this bottom of this just massive, majestic mountain. And I, and it, and I just, I had my guitar laying beside me and I started singing this lyric about, you know, if, if you sleep by this mountain, you ought to know by now, this is a real small town. And, uh, and I just, I played with that lyric and it turned into a song about a, a girl and a guy at a party who don't know each other, but don't really fit in. And they meet each other outside alone from all the chaos and share a cigarette and uh, tell each other their story. And that's sort of how the song plays out.
Hey, what you doing? Mind if I join? This party is stupid. And I saw you outside. Could I bum a cigarette? You know I'm all smoked out. Pulling in my hand, slipping in your mouth. People are people, they all the same. I think they're boring, but you are amazed. Oh, mama, don't it feel so good?
That's Joe Nolan with New to the Neighborhood from his wonderful new album, Scrapper. Joe's our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today, chatting about the music. I, I got to say, what can I tell you about this guy? You've got to really check it back right <laughs> through the catalog because he is a phenomenal writer. And I did want to ask you, Joe, about writing. I mean, are you one of those people that just writes all the time? Is that is that... You know, even if you're on tour, you know, you've got a few hours in the hotel room waiting to go to a show, you might sit down and start to, to think about a new song. Absolutely. It's never ending. I, I write every day. I've been trying to be more, uh, what's the word, treating it as, you know, as work. So I schedule a few hours a day in the mornings to uh, specifically write which is, which is a different process for me because I never used to really um, book time to do it, but I've been doing that more being off the road. I have the time. So it's funny, the songs, songs come to me in the most inconvenient of times, usually where I'll be driving or, or I'll be on tour and, and uh, you really gotta, you really gotta work at letting the whole energy come through you when it's happening because for me, when songs come, they, they only they seem to only come that one time. And if I don't catch it all in that moment, then it's usually gone. So is, is that something that you feel like you've, you're, you, you have and you are training yourself to do then, to recognize when that song is coming and say, OK, I must stay with this now. You know, I don't need to go get milk or anything else. I got to <laughs> stay with this song. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting way better. I mean, there's been times where I've been driving and it's been too dangerous to pull over. Oh no, why do you have to do this now to me? And, uh, but I've been getting way better at letting the, uh, I, I call it sort of this, this, um, energy of some kind. And yeah, I mean, a couple months ago, I woke up at four in the morning cause I had streaming these words and I, and I woke up and I, I really didn't want to get up. I wanted to keep sleeping, but I, it's part of the job. Um, so I, I woke up and I wrote the words down and, and then in the morning I, I finished the song. So it never really stops, but it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Do they arrive whole for you then? I mean, are you sitting with the guitar? I mean, you can't be if you're in the car. So what does it come? You know, does a melody come into your head and then you start to think of it? I mean, you know, how do the lyrics and the melody fit together when you're coming up with a song? Yeah, usually it's usually it's guitar. Always first, I'll just be uh, when I come into my room here. I'll I'll just pick up the guitar and pick a chord or pick a key, and then just start singing nonsense until I get a melody and a line that I like, and uh, and then usually something will unfold from there. Doesn't always happen, and uh, the the good songs usually do come whole in in one sitting. Other times it's little pieces here and there that you, you come back to and revisit and piece together. But uh, there's no real formula to it. It's, it's such a, you just have to, you kind of have to surrender and just trust it every time. And uh, so that's, I've been learning how to do that as well. I, I'm pretty sure you're doing it very well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so what happens now? Uh, the album is out. Uh, the pandemic, hopefully is starting to, to calm down. Are you starting to, I don't know, I, I guess I should ask you how much you've played recently. Have you been able to play much recently? It's been slowing down a little bit. However, this spring and summer was fantastic. I I did about 50 shows this summer. Mm -hmm. um, I think they were 
aside from a couple were all outdoors uh, because that was the only way to safely and legally do things. So I, I did a lot of yard concerts and, uh, you know, um, did some folk fest stuff and little festivals and, and uh, things like that. So it was actually a really been a great summer to to be playing again and shake the rust off a little bit and but now it's uh you know it's coming on winter and it's still a little things are still a little bit up in the air i have friends touring and i see people's touring and stages opening um and i i do have some stuff some tours being booked so fingers crossed they they go through and we're able to get back at it yeah, no, it, it's, you know, that that's the thing with hardworking musicians. I mean, even if things shut down a bit and you're, you know, you're trying to work out what to do, eventually you work out, you know, the safest way to move forward. And, you know, I'm excited to to hear that, you know, you'll be getting out on the road to, to visit people in, in other places. Are we likely to hear any more new music from you that is not on Scrapper over the, the next... I don't know if it would say a few months, the next year, or are you basically just going to focus on getting out there and playing the songs from this album? And I think, you know, uh, I think the the rest of your catalog deserves to, to get played. So um, new music, possibly m more new music in the next year. I would say, I hope so. Um, I, I, I have, I've got stuff in the vault that's ready to be released more stuff. So um, the plan will probably be to, to uh, leak some of that out in the next little while, but focus on Scrapper for now. No, that's very cool. That's mm -hmm. very cool. Any other plans in the offing? I always, I'd like to ask, you know, whether I, I, you don't do any production work yourself. Do you have any other ideas for, for things you want to get into? You know, you talked about S.E. Hinton and the outsiders. I was, I like to ask artists, you know, thinking of maybe writing as well. Is that something you already do? That's a good question. I, I, you know, I, I always have ideas and a lot of the times I, I just, they kind of, they seem great and then they sort of fade into the background, but I've always wanted to put a book of poetry out and, you know, or uh, a, a of lyrics or something like that. And I, I think that would be a neat thing to do because I'm constantly writing and, uh, and, uh, you know, on the other side of, production and engineering i i would love to it's been so fun just kind of geeking out and learning how to how to record a little bit from home it is something i'm very green at but i really enjoy the studio the studio sort of type of work as well so well i, I yeah. love i love what you said about you know trying to catch the moment i mean you know it's something that I think is really important in life generally is to try and encourage people to find that moment and stay with it, you know, rather than, you know, dwelling on the past and the future and that sort of thing. Just enjoy where you're at. And, you know, and from a studio point of view, I mean, it really, you know, the, the difference between a song that's recorded live off the floor versus one that is built can be quite dramatic. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's great to hear that. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. If you want to learn more about Joe Nolan, go to joenolanmusic.com. We're going to finish with another song from the album. This is a song that actually comes with a great video, which we'll make sure that we'll share through the website. All Love Is Lit. Tell us a little bit about this one. This song is about... It's an actual true story about a night at a club called the Starlight Room. 
and I was with a uh, sort of a, a girl, and uh, and things never really <laughs> turned out the way I was hoping, I suppose. And uh, there was a sucker punch involved, and some bloody noses, and uh, all sorts of uh, things that that uh, I look back on, and I think, what the heck, man, you're just uh, one of those crazy nights at a club going to a show with a girl and uh i won't <laughs> maybe i should elaborate but uh <laughs> about the about the bloody nose I, I i got sucker punched outside of the club for um this girl was sort of being picked on and of course here i am trying to be pony boy or something from the outsiders you know and uh i'm not a fighter at all i do not i do not uh encourage or try to get involved in any sort of violence, but uh, I uh, found myself self sucker punched by a stranger that night. So there's a, there's a lyric in the song about staring down at my shoes and having a cigarette and blood on the sidewalk. So, Oh, wow. You know, that, that is a good story. It probably is better <laughs> that you filled it in and who knows, I hate to say it, but the person that did that in maybe 10 years time, will say, you'll be bragging to all these friends. You know, I want sucker punched. <laughs> Joe Nolan. No, I don't know about that, but yeah, you never know. <laughs> well, you know, it's been a great pleasure to have you join us. You are a fabulous songwriter, and I'm sure that the future is just going to get better and better for you. I wanted to thank you for being with us today. We're going to leave you with Joe Nolan and All Love Is Lit from his wonderful new album, Scrapper. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And thanks again.
there's still a chance to leave my dream.